0: Have a seat. Okay, I'm taking votes for um, next year's retreat. Um, How many of you, if we did karaoke night with Morgan in charge, how many of you would go? Okay. And she's going to lead off with Baby Got Back. Did you see how many? Okay, show, turn around, turn around. Everybody, how many are going to show up? Oh, (laughs) it's happening. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's true. That was a selling point. Okay, here's another idea: dance party with Rachel. Anybody? <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Here's another one that I, I really want to happen: The Price Is Right with Mickey. <laughs> Can you show him? Show him. Yeah, she's so good at this. Yeah. <laughs> apparently I need friends in my life who are like my sister. Meet Rachel! Uh, Yeah. One of my my favorite stories growing up, I don't think it's your favorite, but I'm going to tell it anyway, is... um, uh, is, So we had to ride the bus from Northeast Salem to West Salem to go to Salem Academy. And that takes a very, very long time on a school bus. And so it's me and Mickey. And I would come home and tell my mom... Mom, I'm so embarrassed. She's so loud. <laughs> but I'm not embarrassed anymore. <laughs> Thus, price is right, everybody. You're welcome. Uh, so much joy in my life. Okay, um, pretty much my message got preached during our worship, which is very sweet. Um, so this is going to be fun to just affirm the things that God has said and is saying to us. Um, and then we get to have a time of sharing, which once again is just my favorite. Um, and so let's start though with, um, the rest of the story, the woman at the well, there's, we're going to go back into that story. Two things I want us to notice for us and our bodies today in the story of the woman at the well. Melissa, can you put that first scripture up on the screen? So as the woman is sitting at the well with Jesus, we know that he has a significant conversation with her, not just about her history, but also about worship. So let's uh, pop in on that conversation. Jesus says, woman, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. And let's keep going. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Okay, so what might Jesus be saying here? I think we've been talking about it all weekend as we notice that our God is a God who makes sure that his presence is with, with us wherever we go. So we looked at the garden, he walks and talks with them. We can step further in history and notice that he was in a tabernacle. That was the place where the Holy of Holies would travel with the Jews as they traveled. Then they get to the promised land. Solomon builds a temple. It's a place, a holy place of worship. And now we have Jesus. He is sitting with this woman and saying, yes, you Samaritans, you worship here. Us Jews, we worship in the temple, but a time is coming and the time is here, Jesus says, when you will worship in spirit and in truth you will worship in a body with a body. My body is here telling you this. So we get hints of this also when Jesus is in the temple. Remember when he gets so angry about how the temple is being misused? And he says in that moment, he refers to his body as the temple. That was radical and probably heretical for some, for him to refer to his body as the temple. And then he's with uh, his disciples at the last supper table and he's teaching them about, I'm leaving, but I'm going to send my spirit. My spirit's going to be in you. And then it happens at Pentecost. They're in the upper room, they're praying, they're waiting for this thing called spirit and it comes and it fills them. And then Paul's teaching helps us kind of pull this all together. Let's take a look at what Paul says. He says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Our God has always found a way to be With us. First, a garden, then a tabernacle, a temple, then Jesus in a body, then his spirit in our bodies. And Jesus is saying to this woman essentially, you used to need a place. Now you are the place because of my spirit. I do want to caution us um, about this concept. Sometimes I think we get the order. Backwards, we, we think about our bodies as a temple and, and we think, oh, okay, maybe that will motivate me into my next diet plan or exercise plan or I, I need to stop smoking or la, 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 la. In order to be the temple or in order to be a good enough temple, sorry, the order is wrong there, okay? So if you said yes to Jesus, his spirit is in you. You are the temple today in the body that you have today. There is, thank you, Susan. There is no house cleaning checklist that the Holy Spirit does before he enters because actually the checklist, the house cleaning has already been done. His blood cleanses us, makes us holy. This is good news. We are the temple now today. Can that idea, that beautiful idea, inspire us to change? Sure. Let's make sure to get the order right on that, okay? We must first love, honor, and respect this body, the temple. And then, as Holy Spirit prompts, yes, we do get to take Good care of it, and love it well. Jay Springer <clears throat> hints at this when he says that. Do I have a yeah? Do I have a, a Jay Springer quote that I sent you this morning? Sorry, Melissa. She was. That's all right. I, I will say it to you instead of seeing it. He says the desire chain to, to change comes from our pursuit of beauty, not from self-contempt, okay? I'm gonna say that again. The desire to change comes from our pursuit of beauty, not from self-contempt. And I like to say it this way, you can't get yourself into healing. It just never works. So, look at that. My quote, uh, Melissa is magical by the way. And I'll pause here. Uh, we did some thanks this morning, but I'm going to thank uh, two people in the back there. Melissa and Ben, would you thank them for everything that they're doing? Have done, holding us together. Thank you. And Ben did say there will be some interference because of weather, so if I go in and out, that's just how it works. Um, where am I? Oh. You can't hate yourself into healing. So before we make any improvement plans, we've got to learn to honor this temple and to enjoy the fact that everything that happens here is worship. And everywhere I go, the presence of God goes with me. This is the mobile temple. So think about it. Food as worship. What could that look like? As I go to the produce section, I go, ah, look at these bell peppers. They're beautiful. Smell the fruit. Buy good food for our bodies. Go home and prepare it. Um, I've been learning to just enjoy the colors and the smells. And even I've been taking pictures of my food. I'm one of those weirdos now. (laughs) But food as worship, it's beautiful. It does such good things for our bodies. Food can be worship. Sex as worship Remember, God made it. He gave, us, gave it to us as a gift of pleasure and connection. And I'm so grateful for Natalie being here this weekend and giving us hope for those of us who can't yet or now enjoy that pleasure. And for those of you who are single, I'm so glad you are here with us, in this with us, um, and the pleasures that God gives to you as well along the way. Sex as worship. Dance as worship. Um, I tried this last night and it didn't go so well, but um, you should see Rachel dance. It's pretty, pretty fun um, and makes me smile. That's worship, moving our bodies. Everything that we do as worship, exercise, tears, laughter, hugs. What else? What else do we do with our bodies? That's worship. Anybody? Sleep, yes. Thank God. What else? Create. Create is worship with our bodies. What else? Cry. Cry absolutely. I'm so good at that. <laughs> work. work as worship. The work of our hands is worship. Taking care of our kids. Taking care of our kids. Yeah. What else? Yes, absolutely. Gardening is what was said. Anything else that comes to mind? Shower. A shower. Please, yes, that is worship. Some of our 13-year-old boys need to learn that lesson, right? <laughs> but it does feel, um, and I think Rachel left, but she, she'll say in, in the shower are her best moments of worship with God, that water somehow speaks to her. Holy Spirit speaks through the water. Anything else before I uh, move on here? being a good friend. And then what else? Playing an, instrument. playing an instrument. I can't tell you how much fun I had this weekend. Um, not as much about the singing, but the actual playing. And Amy, I, I think you say the same thing with your body, how it, I don't know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but yes. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah. Delight. Stillness. Stillness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being present with other people. Being with our bodies, with our hearts. Yeah. Every part of our bodies as worship. And so here's what I want to do for a sec. I want to do one more body scan. And this one, I'm going to ask you to go from top to bottom and check in and see if there's any part of your body that you have not given the permission to be a worshiper. Okay? Does that make sense? like ooh this part of my body uh, you're not you're not good enough to be a part of this temple worship i want you to check in and make note and if you can today maybe give some permission if you can't today take it with you okay sometimes it takes time but let's do the scan and i'm i'm not going to lead you through it i just want you to start <clears throat> check in on your body and it helps to touch Just go through every part. This part of my body is the temple. God, as we're doing this, we bring our bodies to you. In worship, we remember that you said it is good. And if there's a part of our body that we're still struggling to give permission to be free, would you help us? Would you speak a word of truth? Again, a word of healing word of freedom, word of permission. We need to hear from you first, your voice to that part of our body. What do you want to say? God, it is an honor to be your temple. Holy honor. Amen. Amen. Hey, Amy, will you come join me? And, Morgan, do you have the microphone? Amy's gonna talk to us a little bit about her experience in learning how to bless her body. Um, is that a fair setup? Okay, go for it.
1: Um, so, like I shared yesterday, a little bit about my story, just like hating my body for a long time. Um, a couple of years ago, I was at a church in California, and they were speaking about shame um, and about our bodies, and somebody shared, um, a lady shared something that she did at home, which she would stand in front of the mirror naked and, like, just bless her body, um, and she talked about the way it removed so much shame um, in her life, and... I got home and I was like, I really don't want to do this. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable, um, but I felt God prompting me to do it, and so I just looked at myself in the mirror and I just started like my head, my face. Um, at first, I was kind of just like going through the motions, but as I started to keep doing it, I actually just started to to cry, and I started to tell my body that I was I was sorry. Um, and to ask my body for forgiveness for myself um, for hating it for so long. Um, and I did that with, like, each part of my body. And then I just told my, like, each part again, I love you. Like, I accept you. Um, you're doing a great job. Thank you for carrying my spirit. Like, for being the, the temple that God chose for me. Um, and I just cried the whole time I did it. Um, and I felt a release of shame. And it wasn't like a one-and-done type thing either. Like, I go, I go back to it <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also experienced, um, like, deliverance from pain, too, through that process. Um, I heard somebody give a, a testimony about their, like, menstrual cycle and all the pain that they would have. Um, and they talked about blessing, their, blessing that, too, and how their pain was gone. I started to do that, and I used to get really bad back pain and headaches, and like awful pain with cramps. And when I blessed that part of me and like welcomed it, the pain actually stopped. So like now, I like barely have cramps,
0: and it's been like that for a couple years too. really cool. Yeah. Uh, ah, thank you, Amy, once again for sharing. Encouraged to share. Uh, things that are pretty vulnerable. Um, so I'm going to go home and try it. I encourage you to do it too. Um and see what God wants to do with that. Thanks. <clears throat> okay. Second thing. Woman at the well, her story. Uh, I've got an- another scripture for us to look at. So this is after the encounter with Jesus at the well. Once again, remember, this woman comes with shame. She's avoiding people, she encounters Jesus, and then she goes and tells everybody. Here's the story. It says, many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. She says, he told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed for two days, and because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, "Uh, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know this man really is the Savior of the world. Many of them believed because of her testimony, So what I want us to hear today is that what we're doing here this weekend is for us, and it's not just for us. We have daughters, we have sisters, we have friends, we have a community that we go back to of hurting bodies. And we bring our bodies back to them with the good news of Jesus Christ. There is hope, there is freedom from shame, there is the God who is with us, who resides in us. This is not just for us. Amen? Amen? So, what I want us to be thinking about is who does my body impact? As I go back home, to my home, to a friend, to a husband, to kids, back to work, what does that mean? For me to bring my body into those spaces with the good news. Would you pause for just a second and just think, who does my body impact? And notice the first people that come to mind. And would you just, on your own, quietly pray a blessing over their bodies? And God, we also ask for your your nudges and your discernment about how we get to impact the people in our lives. Are there conversations that we get to um, engage? Are there apologies to be made? Are there hugs to be given? Is there forgiveness to be given? Would you prompt in us ways that we get to share this good news with the people in our lives? Amen. Because I've been thinking about this. Who does my body impact? I'm thinking about my adult kids and the conversations I get to continue in with them and owning, like I said, the, the things I've taught them that I wish I hadn't. Um, things I uh, showed them about dieting and about how I feel about my body and how I feel about food. I get to keep owning that with them and encouraging, encouraging them on their healing journey. Uh, I think about my daughter, who is super brave, and she is on her own body journey, and she, for a while has decided I don't know if I need to shave like that's is that really a thing I have to do? So she has been the bravest young woman who and she's really hairy, and she she is going for it, and so I get to say yes because she's doing a curiosity journey, right, and okay, what is my body? Uh, need to do, and how, how can I be free and bring the best me to the world? And that's it for her right now. And she oft, often doesn't wear a bra either, right? So I could be embarrassed, judgmental of that, or I could say, you go, girl, because it is coming from a, a great place and a good journey for her. Um, for me, it means um, not being embarrassed about my hot flashes, OK, um, so <laughs> I work with a lot of men and I sit in meetings where I'm like, you know, and the other day Steve says, uh, oh, it is really hot here in my office. And I'm like, no, that's not what's happening. I'm sorry, but it may be hot for you, but that's not what's going on here. And I don't need to be embarrassed of my 50 year old body doing what it's supposed to do. OK, OK. Um so these are some of the ways that I'm learning to bring my whole self into spaces. Also, Susan, you mentioned it, sitting with other bodies who are in pain and just offering a safe space, a listening ear without judgment, without fixing, we look to Jesus together, offering that space to each other. So, How do you get to go back into your world with your body and share? And in that vein, we're going to do some sharing now. Um, I would love to hear from us the things that God has been saying and doing. And this is a form of worship as well, to share our testimonies with each other. And so Jennifer is actually going to come and set us up for this, and here we go. Uh, talk amongst yourselves for two
2: minutes. I gotta tell Laura something. Or ask <laughs> Laura something, so just <laughs> hold on. We're all good. Crisis averted. Uh, Thanks. So, one of the realities about um, the way God created us was that He created us in relationship to be in community. And I think it's one of the things that we realize when we get to a place like this maybe not all of us are able to put words to it, but one of the reasons that a weekend like this is so special and so rich and so deep and so transformative is because of the way that we do this together. It's because in this space, whether you've been talking with a small group or processing by yourself, we've been in community, a community of faith, and there's something that happens when we're together um, that's not magic, but it is a miracle (laughs) because it's God's presence among us. And one of those things is that when we will share with each other what it is that God is doing— it sparks, um, it's not just a summary of your weekend so that people know how you did. It's a testimony of Jesus at work and the testimony of Jesus at work sparks faith in others. And so this sharing time that we do is to encourage the team, the, the people who did the breakouts and Laura and worship and the things, the places that God met you, that's always an encouragement to the people who set up those places and spaces. But we also do this as a way to say, this is what God was doing in me and somebody else goes, Yes, all weekend I've been waiting for the words and you just put words to what God was doing in me as well, right? So our sharing time is more than just kind of a summary. It's, a, it's, a, it's an act of faith and, a, and an act of testimony. So um, the question that we're answering, and I will say this, I love hearing people's stories, like the full stories, the ins and outs and the details and the nooks and crannies. I love that if I've got an hour with them over a cup of coffee this is not that time. (laughs) This is a give us a two or three sentence summary. Give us a snippet of what's one way that God was meeting you this weekend? What's one truth that he's taught you this weekend? What's something that you noticed that you've never noticed before? What has God been doing in and through and for you this weekend? In three or four sentences, not the coffee date version, but the sharing with a room of a bunch of people version. Make sense? Morgan's going to travel with the microphone, and I'm just going to give you a heads up so it's not so awkward. Morgan is going to hold the microphone, okay? Partly because. um, Some of you like to talk to a microphone like this. (laughs) And so she's going to follow you when you move your head and stuff so that we can actually hear you, and so the people on our live stream can hear you. And the other reason is just a few less germs on the handle of the microphone. So Morgan's going to hold the microphone, and. Who would like to go first? Just stand up where you're and we're going to come to you, and then tell us what God's been doing in you this weekend. Thanks, Tara. Hi.
1: Um, this feels super vulnerable, <laughs> which is good. Uh, God's got me on a journey of vulnerability and um, healing um, from... Um, some abusive marriage and uh, childhood uh, stuff. So, um, this weekend he spoke to me and said, "I'm going to set you free." Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. Yeah, and uh, he's pulled off another layer of freedom. So, yeah.
3: thank yeah, you, it's been
2: awesome. Yep. He's good. Go Morgan. She'll get, you stand, she'll get to you. <laughs>
1: um, I have felt so, my body physically broken. And um, I have this weekend just heard that I'm, I'm not. And I'm, it's,
4: it, there's hope. And that's, that's what I needed. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
2: Yeah.
5: I um, feel like God's been teaching me about taking up my own space, Um, like Laura was saying, like take up your own space. And painting with Julie was a very healing experience to be able to put myself out there without thinking. I kind of told myself, shut your brain off, Heidi, and just do it and follow your heart and follow your gut. And it was an incredibly healing experience. So thank you, Julie, for that and allowing us to heal and worship in that way. Mm I love that. Thank you, Heidi.
2: What a neat application of the lesson of taking up our space. Like you're literally putting your color on a canvas that was shared with other people. Like you have to be willing to put your space out there. That's beautiful. Hey, by the way, just just because I think it's going to help us, we're clappers, but then we're not clappers. So you don't have to clap for people sharing. Let's We'll we'll clap together and celebrate at the end. But um, sometimes it's like, oh, we clap for the last one. So now we have to clap for this one because we don't want people to feel left out. So we're just going to skip the clapping and hold it all and we'll celebrate together at the end, okay? We're going to do some celebrating, so um, anyone else want to share with us what God's been showing you or teaching you this weekend? Yeah, right up here at front. If you accidentally clap, I'm not going to scowl at you, but just, I just thought I'd put it out there and help the awkwardness.
4: Okay, so I've come with the same group of women for, I don't know guys, like six years now maybe?
2: Danielle, do me a favor. Just take your mask all the way off so we can hear you better. Thank you.
4: Um, Six years now? And every year, we get a little bit closer and a little bit more vulnerable with each other. And this year, I think, probably was the deepest year with the least amount of tears, hmm. which was miraculous for us. Um, but this year, God told me, I'm not alone. Hmm. And that actually lee said it, and I don't think she realized she said it. But she said, we have sat in solitude enough and so during our solitude hour we all looked at each other and went nope and we do it every year so i don't know why we're surprised by it still um but we came together and it was like the awkward conversations that we haven't talked about the past six years and that we've been going through alone for the past six years and we weren't alone in them this year yeah yeah thanks
2: danielle it's good. It's good. Thank you. Hey, quick question for those of you who know more than I do. Do our live stream listeners have a way to type anything in that we could be reading out? Are we in, are we in live communication with them? What'd you say, Ben? Got it. Thank you. So if you are with us with live stream and you want to share something that God's been doing in you, text to Your Michelle, who I believe you have their number. Noelle, did I just call you Michelle? Wow. I've known you a long time, Noelle. Um, and they have your number? Okay, so if you're virtual, your original email had a number for Noelle, and she's got her phone on her, and you can text her, and we'll kind of linger here a little bit, and if those texts come through even after we've gone back to worship, we'll interject your sharing as well. So if you want to share, uh, send that in, and then those of you in the room, anyone else? Something God has been teaching or doing or showing this weekend? Yeah, right up. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't see she
6: was at the mic, and then we'll come up to Susan. Thanks. Yeah, so I got a text from someone. Oh, thank you. hmm Um, So there are three of my friends who are retreating together remotely and have been blessed by the prayers and the releasing of body shame because of the world's ideals Mm -hmm. and being vulnerable in a safe place about a challenging subject. No answers, but a lot of release and sharing.
2: Good. Thank you. And then up here
6: with Susan Morgan. Uh, One
0: of the things God showed me this week was um one of those unholy agreements about um bodies so my thinking that um my body is not as important
5: as the other parts of me like my mind and my heart and I think that's something that our culture really teaches including our church culture and I
0: definitely learned that from my family and so it led to a lot of ways of living that are damaging to my body. And um,
5: so that was really good to see that and kind of see the root of it and to call it out and let it go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you.
7: Um, so one thing that I really experienced this weekend in the midst of like a tough subject obviously is so much joy and laughter like that communion last night was one of the best communions I have ever taken seriously and Rachel's prayers and just your joy like just the fact that like we've been living in such solemnness for so long now that like we could just laugh and have so much joy even in such a tough topic so I've experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of joy (laughs) laughter
2: does prime the way we've got Annie and then Karen and then Leslie and that won't be the end but that's just what order we're in here
4: so for me this started like three years ago at my first retreat it was like the thing that I heard was like that I was gonna have a lot of work to do and it was gonna break me and it did and then last year I came and I was probably the most broken I've ever been, but I got so much healing. And then this year, it was just like, I'm healed and I'm restored and I'm good. And I feel like it's important to share of, like, if you are here and this is the year that it broke you, this is not the end. You're not just like, it's going to get better. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Annie. Yeah. Karen, Karen,
2: uh, or Leslie and then Karen. <laughs> well, we're recently empty nesters, and for those of you who have been there, that's a really weird time. It kind of put me in this place, like, I've been asking God, like, what now? What does this mean? There's no kids around? What do I do? And and he's just kind of said, come back to the basics with me. And I just, like, find out who you are in me now. Find out. I mean, just, like, explore. So that's kind of where I'm where I'm going. Yeah. Thank you.
7: So when I heard what the subject was going to be I said um, I'm not going to go this year. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm the only one that felt that way but you know I you don't need to get into that cuz I have enough guilt and shame and all that stuff already. And uh, I'm so thankful. Thankful for this small group that God put us in through you. I mean the people that are just willing to be open and vulnerable and I'm not the only one. The first night I went to bed, and I was laying in bed, and I was looking over the notes that I took from the first session, and it said God's desire is for us to be unashamed, and, the Satan's, and Satan's desire is to stop God's desire. And I realized that if I hold on to my shame, I'm agreeing with the serpent and not with God. Wow. And last night in the song that we sang, Graves in the Gardens, he says he shames, turns shame into glory. Mm. So I'm giving up my shame. Amen. Hey, <laughs> you can clap for that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Karen. couple over here.
6: I really didn't want to share, but when my heart beats, I know that's not. It's so true. Well done. I know the way things have been going, so you don't have to watch it, but- um, I prayed. Uh, sorry, that's right. Um, I prayed about a year ago that I could be more involved with church, and especially with the women's team and stuff. And um, I didn't know what that looked like. I guess you could say this is my new body—the body of women here. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of being broken. So thank you. That really helped. Um, I thought it was kind of funny, though, that when I did get taken away, I didn't have to listen to the sex talk. (laughs) 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 To go where no man's gone before, I don't think so. So anyway, I had to do that because I hate, like, ooh. So, okay, that's enough.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Anna. Your perspective is always a blessing. (laughs)
8: This is my first year to be here. We've been my husband and I have been coming to Salem Alliance for about three or four years. But um, I just wanted to share something that uh, that has been very impactful to me this weekend. Um, When I was a year after high school, I went to a year Bible college in Texas, and uh, while I was there, I one evening I went out to my van, and I was praying, and while I was praying. I really felt the the Lord speak to me, and he spoke that he desired to see women healed of the wounds and the hurts and the shame and the fear, all of those things that he has desired. And ladies, that was 43 years ago. Mm -hmm. I uh, just retired two years from being in the insurance field and had my own agency for a number of years. But let me tell you something. I, in these 43 years, I have never seen what we have seen today. I have never seen it. And I've been in the Christian community most of my life. And so what has been shared today, what Laura shared about what God is doing is so special. This is not just something for us to take home and just tuck away but when, I, when it was 1980, um, the ministry that my husband and I were part of uh, went to the... We were in Texas, and we went to the Northwest. So we ended up in, in Tacoma, and then that's how we ended up here in Salem a couple years later in the early 80s. But anyway, uh, the main thing we prayed for back then was revival for the Northwest. Hmm. Revival for the Northwest. And so all these years, I'll tell you... That's been my heart, is to see what we are seeing today. That has been my desire, to see the brokenness, the intimacy, the, the vulnerability, the transparency. And I tell you what, we're, we're unstoppable because God is on the move. He is restoring us. He's setting our hearts free and, you know, I just encourage you. One thing that, that has really been helpful for me over the years as God's brought women into my life is that um, I, I do love to pray. And I have always had women that, I've, that have come alongside that I've prayed with on a regular basis. And so I would encourage all of you women to get that prayer partner or two or three and pray on a regular basis. And, and it's just so informal. We, we call each other. I have a... I have two friends from the ministry days that we call each other each week, and we pray mm-hmm. for our family, we talk, mm-hmm. we we laugh, we cry, um, but it is it is so life-changing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, Mandy O'Connor and I mm-hmm. uh, hit it off. And so we've yeah. been praying consistently for the last two years, Yeah, um, and it's been life-changing. So yeah. I just want to encourage you, uh, in this journey of healing, mm-hmm. what God is doing, and uh, it is much greater than what we are seeing right here.
2: Thanks for that encouragement, Renee, and the affirmation of what you're seeing. Love love God's story of what, how he's put things in your life, and then you've seen the fulfillments. Thank you so much. couple people, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, back here with Cindy. and I. Okay, I see Debbie, and I see Marilee. Okay.
5: Um, thank you so much for having the wisdom and the just ability to breach this topic, um, because I grew up in the church in a loving Christian home um, that did a lot of things wrong on this subject, and there's grace for that, and I, during COVID, I realized, I'm in a season of huge mothering, and I realized during COVID that I was parenting from a p- place of fear, hmm. and in specifically this conversa- these conversations around sexuality and body image and... Um, I've been seeking God. My husband and I have been trying to figure out how to navigate this with our kids so we don't do it wrong. And... Um just hopefully save our kids from a lot of heartache. And it's just been so refreshing to be able to have these safe conversations and to go to Natalie's session, even though I really didn't want to go to Natalie's (laughs) session, but I knew I needed to go to, and when would I ever have those conversations with anyone? And so thank you for bringing that. And I just, I don't want my kiddos to be embarrassed about their bodies and doing the things that they're supposed to do Mm. and just to have an awareness that God created them beautifully were fearfully and wonderfully made, That's and I right. want them to know that. So thank you.
2: That's good. Thank you. Okay, I'm making a point here. Debbie, right? Barbara. Sorry, Barbara. Wait, where's Debbie? Debbie, wave at me. See, can you guys see why maybe with masks on I mixed up Debbie and Barbara? Sorry about that. Go ahead.
3: Um, I have to agree on the uh, remark made about the age appropriateness for this uh, retreat, um, I told Leslie on the end of the first day, I said, boy, I don't know whether I belong there. There's three cotton tops, I think, <laughs> and uh, maybe four if you're pushing it a little bit. I'm not pushing it. I'm well into it, but some of the subject matter that we you talked about doesn 't even match what I knew forty years ago. Hmm. The world is so different, and in some ways i'm i'm sad for you. Hmm. We were talking about happy days the other day at the table i won 't go any further with that um, i I treasured the scripture parts that were given. Lauren, that was lovely, and uh, a lovely story. And I was just sitting here thinking, you know, maybe it wasn't a waste for me to be here. It's good, Barbara. <laughs> you know, a, a, it's it's not refreshing to mm. see what you're talking about, mm. you know. But I think it's absolutely necessity. Mm. yeah. And... um I guess I go to prayer for the world and for the...
2: That's what I was just thinking. Being here and hearing this might, might be a motivator for prayer. So thank you so much, Barbara, for sharing. I appreciate that. And then uh, Marilee.
5: Yeah, so yesterday, just in our small groups, there was a lot of trauma that was brought up, mm-hmm. and it was it felt so good to talk about it, but I was also feeling like, okay, now I don't know what to do with this. And so then we went to the breakout session that was about trauma, and it literally was a bullet list of things to tell your wounded inner child. Hmm. And it's like, okay, now I feel like I can resolve some of those things. Wow. And that's yeah. like, God knew exactly what I needed, yeah. a list of hmm. what, like, how to resolve the things that I didn't know how to deal with.
2: Yeah, tools, mm-hmm. tools, exactly. Uh, thank you for sharing, you guys. I hate to cut anybody off, but for the sake of time, Oh, Holly, and just, oh, and I didn't see you. Thank you. I apologize, Holly. Um, Thank you.
9: There's a picture.
2: Yeah, Melissa, you have a picture?
9: Um, So on the first night, I had no idea what the topic was. (laughs) I thought it was something completely different. I don't know how I got my idea. And I got here, and I saw the picture, and I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And... um. We went over the first night and I went back to my room and I had brought some art supplies and I just felt like, I felt antsy. Like I couldn't go to bed yet and I needed to do something and I felt like I need red and I need black. And I just started putting those on the paper and then um, the maze started being drawn out and I was thinking about... The red is kind of the energy, but also like the blood in the guts, like the internal struggle that's going on. And then the maze is like the complexity of, I never really thought about the combination between our bodies, like our physicalness, and our spiritual lives. Hmm. Even though I knew were, like God cares about all of us, like who we are, but I didn't think about some of the details of it. So then, I don't think you can see it up there, but on here, I wrote in... Um, different things that I have felt like one of them is um, the problem with my body is that it hasn't carried a baby. The mirror doesn't show that, but my empty arms do and the conversations that I'm shut out of and and the groups that I don't fit into. And there are several of those where I don't think about my body being particularly important in my life as far as like my spiritual life or having relationships. But it does, it impacts how you're seen and how you show up in the world and how you interact with people, how they perceive you. And even sometimes the kind of groups you can be a part of and kind of can't really fit into. And um, then, so this is like the first night (laughs) Um, But I think what's coming later is the healing that God brings Mm -hmm. even into those spaces. And so I wanted to share that because I'm sure several of you have. Mm -hmm. You know, the mirror doesn't necessarily show these things that are deep inside of us that are impacted by our physicalness and our spiritual lives. And Yeah,
2: Yeah, Holly, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I want to just close our time of sharing with a word of prayer. I'm going to give a little bit of transition and then we'll go from there. So... Father God, thank you for the way that you meet us as a group and as individuals. That's what always amazes me is that your life and your presence and your power are at work in our community. And there's something about being together. And yet you are speaking something personal and intimate and healing and holy to each heart and each mind, specifically to each woman. And so we go away with this sense of you have spoken to us personally And you have um, met with us corporately. So we thank you for your presence in this place. We thank you for the ways that you have led and taught us. And we just pray that as we wrap up here, you would be uh, present with us. So um, here's what's going to happen in this next little bit. Uh, The little brief conversation I had with Laura is we want to get you on the road a little bit earlier than we were planning to get you on the road. I just want to get all of you across the pass and home and not have to take care of you over on this side of the pass Mm -hmm. for a few days. So who knows if the weather people have over-exaggerated what's coming. We never know for sure, but every now and then they're right and it's like, oh geez, let's just get back to Salem. Mm -hmm. So we were going to have you do some journaling today and some small group time today and those kind of things and I'm sorry, but we're just going to kind of condense that part. There is some great journaling process in your journal to finish up the morning, um, Laura. Had we're written- actually going to
0: use them right now. Perfect. We're going to talk them. through it.
2: Perfect. Talk through <laughs> them. But uh, we're going to be wrapping up here, and Laura's finishing up. and we're going to have some worship. I'm going to have a few final words, and then we're
0: done. Yeah. So, will you turn um, to Journal Part Four? And we're really just going to talk about um, how do we agree with Jesus as a lifestyle? Um, what are some next steps on this journey? I love all the journey uh, language I'm hearing from all of us. Um, let's keep it going. Um, also, one, one comment I heard this weekend that I think was one of my favorites was Marty Brown. She came from Natalie's um, breakout and she says, my non-Christian friends would never believe what we're talking about here. <laughs>
7: I was like, yes!
0: <laughs> Made me so happy okay next steps for us um i have four words for us to consider as we go out of this place they are and i think i have them on yep let's keep being curious uh let's have these conversations in community um contemplation we get to contemplate the things that god has said to us and then care how do we take good care of ourselves so In your journal, you'll see these four ideas. Um, And so um, my question to you is, how will you keep practicing curiosity? And there might be a particular place that God highlighted for you that needs more curiosity. And that's not an, an urgent pressing, it's just pay attention, keep paying attention. In your prayer time, go back to it with God and get curious about that place. Um, Community, I want to talk about possible next steps for you. Where do I keep having this kind of conversation, this vulnerability and healing? Um, So I'm going to throw out a number of ideas, and then I've got sign-up sheets at the back for all of these. And so if you are interested, this doesn't mean you're actually signing up, but if you're interested in knowing more, please give us your name and contact information, and we will follow up. So one option If you want to do more art with Julie, guess what? She would love to do that. We don't know when or where, but if you are interested, it says back there, art, I think, a night of art or something like that. Put your name and number there. Let's do more of that together. Another would be house church. If you're not in a house church, you would like to be in a house church. First of all, we have a Wednesday women's house house church, right? Kaylin? Sorry, Wednesday... House Church, will you really quick tell us about it? Um, We meet at Broadway Commons in
1: Room
0: 301. If you're a woman, come. That's it. So so I've got to sign up for House Church back there. If if that one doesn't work for you, I will also give your name to Sam and to Morgan, and they can connect you with a different House Church potentially. Uh, Third thing. Life Path. Life Path is a place where we explore a lot of this stuff. Um, Right now, uh, we're right in the middle of a season, um, but in January, there will be new groups that start up. Jennifer, do you wanna say anything specifically about that? I don't think so, I think you, I mean, unless you want me to. Nope, nope, we're good. So if you are interested in knowing about January groups for Life Path, give us your name, your number, we will let you know. Um, Soul Care. How many of you have read the book Soul Care by Rob Reamer? Yep, quite a few of us. Pretty impactful. Um, Foundational principles to our emotional, spiritual, and physical um, well-being and healing. Uh, Amy and I are currently working on a curriculum that helps us really dig into soul care. So not just reading a book and talking about it, but applying the principles If you have any interest in being part of a soul care group that would go through that curriculum, please give us your name. Amy is gonna be starting a group at some point. I think, Kathy McCorkle, were you thinking about doing a soul care group? Yeah, so we've got some people already interested. I would love for you to join up with that. And so just give us name and number. Once again, we'll try to organize certain nights, times of the week um, that could work for a couple of groups. And I think Renee also was, was thinking about doing a soul care group. So um, that would be an awesome next step. It's a place to, to continue to be open, honest, vulnerable about the healing journey. Let me see if I missed anything. Oh, Rachel's group that she talked about, Tuesday nights, Women in Pain. It is open. Um, I've got a sign-up sheet back there. It will give you more information about the time, the location. Do you want to say anything else, Rachel? You don't have to call me. You don't have to ask to show up. Yep, but if you give us your name and contact, we can make sure you know when and where to be. So, Okay. Uh, let me see if I'm missing anything. Okay, that's the community piece. Fourth C here, contemplation. We heard things from Jesus this weekend that we need to hear again and again and again. Agreement takes practice, it takes time, it takes repetition because... We've been agreeing with the unholy stuff for a very long time, okay? So we need to break some habits, some thinking habits. Go back to what you heard. Ask Jesus for more. <laughs> this is contemplation, your time with Jesus, listening to his heart for you so that we can agree again and again and again. And then lastly, um, care. Uh once again, thank you, Brandy, um, for taking such good care of our trauma places. Um, And there's probably more, right? That's just the beginning. It was just an hour (laughs) with Brandy. Some of us need to find a uh, counselor that we get to keep doing that care work with. If that's you and you have no idea of where to start. Uh, Jennifer and I both uh, often refer people to counselors that we know and trust, and so we'd love to do that for you. Um, So please contact us. Also, a form of care that we have available at Salem Alliance is called the Healing Prayer Team. We've got a prayer, a team of, uh, oh, about 20-plus women who are trained to sit with you in a team, uh, two or three other women Listen to God with you. Go back in the story with you. Get curious. Jesus, what are you saying to this place of pain? How do you want to bring healing to this place? Um, So I would love for you guys to explore that option as well. The way that you do that is you contact Rosanna, and I have her email um, in here on the last page. I've got a resource list. It says, Healing Prayer, contact Rosanna. Chapman at salemalliance.org and she will get you rolling with a healing prayer appointment. Okay? Questions about that? About healing prayer in particular? Okay. Um, last thing. Let's look at the resource page. And I've talked about most of this. I do want to point out on the book list, um, You were talking about parenting our kids, okay? A great book for that would be Into the Light, Healing Sexuality in Today's Church. Um, It's not specific to kids, but it covers a lot of the stuff that I think we're asking like, how do we do this today in this culture? So great book there. All of these are great books. Um, Let's add to the list the one, Natalie, what was the one that's The Great Sex Rescue uh, author? Ah, Google it. Yeah, I think Gina? Gina? I can look it up. That's okay. G- Google it. The Great Sex Rescue. Um, add to the list. The podcast I have here, it's, uh, it's called The Place We Find Ourselves, episode 59. If you want to learn a little bit more about this idea of agreements, it's a great podcast by a Christian counselor who just explains it in a really um, both clinical and spiritual way, how these agreements work. Um, And so check that podcast out. There's a lot of good stuff um, otherwise on that podcast. Okay. Those are our next steps. If you have any questions um, about any of those, I'll stick around. I would love uh, to answer any questions that you have, as well as Jennifer, Morgan. Okay. We are going to end with uh, some worship songs together. So Natalie, will you come lead us?
5: All right, will you all stand with us as we wrap up centering all of